0: So do you work on the NDB campus? Or? I
1: do work in phase five, yeah. Yeah,
0: phase five. Yeah, yeah. And that's part of the...
1: That's part of the international team that I work at as a department manager. But that obviously has got all the other inquiries there as well at the minute. So we've got um, UK inquiries that are there at the moment. We've got credit, CCAIT, admin are there at the minute as well. So yeah, it's all online, all on that one one floor at the minute. Oh, nice. Yeah, big. <laughs> big, yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Very noisy at the minute, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, what, and you said there you were part of the international team in I, um, Next Online. So, yeah. first of all, what is Next Online as is- Genre. Next
1: online is basically um, um, an online uh, website for all our kind of UK customers. And obviously the department that I work on is the international team, which has got sometimes seems like a million countries, but we have like over 100 countries that we kind of trade in. But it's mainly um, the stores... Um, online next is mainly orders that you can put through online um, and have them delivered to the comfort of your home and it's all the inquiries teams that deal with all that so that's that's online next really all our websites combined into one obviously the international team has two different uh, combined uh, areas but this one is obviously mainly inquiries
0: so all inquiries and does that come in different media formats is it yeah. yeah what what's all the different media formats? so
1: you've got um the uk-based inquiry team and they will just deal with uk-based customers
0: through calls uh, or through emails. calls
1: chats and emails oh, chats as well yeah. yeah so chat is a big thing for us at the minute and then you've got the international team again that deal with um calls chats and emails um and that's mainly for worldwide countries Um, and when you go on the website you realize how many countries that actually are Um, and then you've obviously got our credit team um, you've got our CRM team that obviously deal with complaints and that's obviously other areas in in phase five at the minute
0: nice so internationally how many countries do we actually have we have
1: in total I believe there's more than 172 because we have like rest of world countries as well so they all combined into different kind of areas so say we have America. We deal with customers in that in that area. We have, we have um, France, Turkey, um, Spain. We have all those kind of countries that all kind of combined into different areas. But it, it's it's just growing. International is growing so
0: much, is it? Um,
1: so much, and we just get busier and busier. And it's nice. It's nice for us, and it's good for the team.
0: So, it's quite it's quite interesting, isn't it? Because I think Next is so well known as a UK high yeah. street retailer. Yeah. And I guess this area is quite. Yeah. Is it no or not?
1: It's been around for a couple of years. It did start off very, very small. So I joined international team two and a half years ago and did not even realise how big it was, <laughs> honestly. Well, I wait until you. Yeah, to, until I joined yeah. international because for me, I've I, I worked in inquiries for like nineteen years um, and I didn't go anywhere but UK inquiries. So all I dealt with was the UK-based customers. When I came to international, it was a huge different world for me. It's a very reactive department. And obviously, if you think about all the languages that we deal with Mm. and all the countries that we deal with, it is completely different to any other department that I've worked in at Next. Mm. So, yeah, very different.
0: Different. Different good, though. Different
1: good, yes. Keeps you very, very busy. (laughs) Obviously, my role is very different to what I used to do in uh, inquiries. Um, I was a team manager there, whereas Mm -hmm. I'm a department manager there, here now, in international. So my role is completely different to what I used to do, whereas I used to look after a team before. I'm now looking after a department. I'm looking after the team managers. I'm looking after the op side of it. Um, I'm looking after the customers as well. Um, Everything, really. Kind of falls down on your head, um, and every day's different.
0: And what and what part of next being a department manager do you actually look at? What have you got? Certain countries then that are yours? No, or, no, no we part? look after absolutely every country. every country. So
1: you know, the more we grow, the more we look after. Mm. We obviously have advisors that look after our individual language customers mm. um, and that, that's what we do but we do have a Poznan call center now and we also have one in Pune in India okay. so they do help us with a lot of the language contacts Poznan is relatively new so a lot of our Israel and Hebrew and Polish calls are being taken there some of our Russian ones as well so my job really is to I don't really oversee the Poznan call centre or the Pune call centre, but they are there to support us. So, for me, I'm kind of managing the whole upside of it. And if I need anything from them, I'd, it's just like a hand a hand away. I'd, I'd need to get in contact with them for anything. Really, um, it would mean that they're supporting us. So we're the main contact centre in yeah. UK, and they are our support network.
0: And you said there, have we got then with all these different countries? we're not. We've got people in those languages, talking to those yes to make the communication yes. more better, better yeah. Yeah. In yeah.
1: Their native language. yeah. In their native so language. So we have so many different languages. Wow. Um, you know, we've got Spanish, Turkish, Hebrew, French, <laughs> um, Arabic. Arabic is a big contact yeah. for us. Um and yeah, if we can provide that language then we will we're recruiting some more Turkish advisors at the minute because obviously we need more Turkish advisors. But, yeah, it's really nice to be in a department where you can hear people speaking different languages. Mm. Um, And I haven't picked anything up yet. (laughs) No, not not giving it a go. No, I had a German advisor that started talking to me in German the other day. And I kind of looked at him to kind of think, is he talking to me on purpose in German? And then he suddenly realised that he was talking to me in German. And then he converted back to to English. So, But it's nice to hear different languages in your department. That is a skill. I've I've always
0: been jealous of people that can do... um, multi-language yeah multilingual yeah, yeah I, I'm I'm terrible oh I'm terrible. yeah <laughs> I am terrible at languages um I, I, yeah you know sometimes I struggle with English so yeah um, yeah but I wish I could I always got a lot of respect for those people yeah that seem to be able yeah to do definitely that. yeah um and bless him I guess he's like yeah forgot to speak he switch. completely
1: he completely forgot he was standing there asking me something and at first I thought maybe I've gone a bit I don't know, maybe I'm not just listening to what he's saying and then I said, pardon? And um, he still s- started speaking to, to me in German and, I th- and he went, oh my God, goodness me, no, I mean, in English. <laughs> Bless him. But yeah, I mean, I speak Punjabi um, so that's my other language which I do speak at home quite a bit with my family but um at work, it's always English.
0: Well, one so. more than me, so yeah, you're one doing more better, than you. You're doing better yeah. than me, that's <laughs> for sure. And with and with all these international countries that you work with, is mm. it predominantly like customer inquiries over the phone? Is it more over email? More over chat? We
1: we get all sorts. So all sorts, chat yeah. is a big thing at the minute for us. Mm. So we have languages in chat. We have languages in on calls, um, and then obviously we have emails as well. Um, most of our contacts, we try and deal with in the language that they need they need responding back to and and that's the great thing about it because the customers can ring through to us and we can speak that language to them Mm. and they just feel comfortable. Um, We do sometimes get other people to answer some of the calls uh, but we give them the option if they would like to speak to us in English because most of the people can speak in English and they can communicate with us but if they choose to have somebody that speaks their native language uh, wanting to call them back we would always then get that call back arranged for them.
0: And what's, so, yeah. what's the benefit? Do you actually see like a business benefit to that yeah. as well? Like when there is native, because I guess it, we could just we go could, right. Yeah. English. all English,
1: yeah. Yeah. It's just really good for us. I guess it puts Next in a really good limelight that we're actually Mm. looking at our customers and listening to our customers and providing that service. Um, And some people just do feel comfortable speaking in their own native language. And it's an extra service, I guess, that we're offering them rather than people just thinking to themselves, oh, well, we can't order on the website of Next because we've got nobody that we can communicate with. I know I sometimes feel like that. If I'm ordering from a different country, I'm a little bit reluctant. You know, am I going to call customer services? Am I going to get through? If I do get through, will they understand what I'm saying? And that's the extra benefit and obviously it boosts our sales. So yeah. that's ultimately that's what we're here for. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. To you know, yeah. to give that customer the best in class experience. Absolutely. And also then yeah. boost the sales. Boost
1: the sale as well. Yeah. And
0: you mentioned there as well about um, speaking um, different languages at home. So yeah. where's like what's
1: so my background is Pakistani. Okay. So my background is Pakistani. Um, I'm married to a Sikh. Who speaks Punjabi as well? Okay. But our Punjabis are very different to each other. Okay. So we've always had this. We've got three children, so we always kind of have said we've got to we've got to teach them the native language. So yeah. although we've tried, um, predominantly they do speak English at home. However, okay. they understand Punjabi. But it's a mixture between myself and my husband's Punjabi. If that kind of makes sense. Yeah. But it's very similar. Um, they can understand the Punjabi, however, they can't really communicate back to us because. We've never really spoken that much to them about it. and But they understand it, which is great. And they love all the music, which is great. Oh, great. But they just can't conversate back to me right. and my husband. <laughs>
0: Maybe it's something they'll pick up later.
1: Hopefully. Maybe. Hopefully. You know, Where yeah.
0: they go, oh, actually, there's quite a bit of value for me yeah. learning and yeah. pushing this. And at least they've got that foundation. Foundation, yeah. yeah. Foundation. Yeah, though. definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And what sort of volume are we we dealing with in like all these international inquiries are we talking like
1: we get thousands a day yeah (laughs) so we obviously have like customers that will call us constantly especially when we're busy and we also have like obviously in in our area we don't just have the main seasons like christmas new year Easter, Valentine's Day, uh, Mother's, you know, Mother's Day, we have all the other different religious festivals that everybody goes like through, Eid. like Eid, Hanukkah, uh, which oh, is, yeah. you know, we have all those kind of things, the Chinese New Year, you know, there's anything like that. So our, at our times when we are busy is when those customers kind of um, celebrations start i guess so we will know when we're going to be busy rather than UK is just generally christmas time or easter time mm. or all the other kind of um, summer, holidays. summer holidays and things like that that we that we do but yeah it's
0: it's great so you always we're always seeing that kind of spike yeah. in i guess it relates i guess sales will spike which will then yeah i guess if sales spike yeah. then inquiries tend to as well they do
1: yeah. they can do i mean the, th- the key really is that we we keep in communication with our customers so if we have got delays we do need to let them know in a timely manner and we always try and keep on top of that because we have slas that we need to meet as well so if say it's eid and we know that we're not going to be able to get those orders out to um, those customers before eid we would always communicate and i think that's the key making sure that your floor's running in in a manner that the customers are getting responses back in a timely manner from us because otherwise we're going to get influxing calls. We do, we do get influxing calls, we know that sometimes, and people are sometimes more eager to call even if they know that their parcel's on their way because they want it for the whatever it is that they need it for. But it's it's keeping your customers informed and having that communication between you and them to make sure that they know that if we have got delays, these are the delays, and putting things into place to avoid that.
0: So we're not always doing reactive responses either we're, we're trying to be a little bit more proactive we it's have not, to be we're not yeah. just sitting there waiting yeah. for problems to come absolutely to us, no. not
1: so we're always head of the game in our department okay, okay. and that's one of the biggest things I learned when I first came here always look ahead of the game and you know we're quite lucky in our department because we've got a really good management team so if one person picks up something they'll always share it with everybody else and we're all on it straight away um because you know ultimately we all want to work together as part mm. of a team and that's one thing that i can pride myself in that the management team in our department is you know we work very very closely together and anything that we pick up we'll always share and we'll react very quickly
0: and how big is that management team So
1: we've got obviously our head of department mm. and then we've got two assistant operation managers and we have three department managers which is myself and two of the ladies um and then we have 16 managers. So it's the chain of command that goes all the way down. So that that is that's ultimately, just that's just international in UK. And <laughs> okay. then obviously we have duty managers as well who actually look after the influx of calls that come through, make sure that customers are being answered in a timely manner. Um, And then we've obviously got our Pune contact center as well. And again, there we have a head of department over there. We have department managers. So in our Poznan team, currently we've got one department manager and then one team manager. But that is a smaller team and it's a new team as well. So I'm hoping that that will grow. Mm. Um, In Pune, again, we have different people working different shifts we have currently from the top of my head, I can think of two department managers and then we have like a high level experience team manager. And then we have other team managers that work under them to ensure that the departments being been looked after mm. um, correctly, I guess. Um, and yeah, yeah, big team. It's a big yeah, team. and I'm
0: guessing then you you must there must be always someone working within that. Yeah. all the time because yeah so 20 like, we're a 24 hour operation
1: yeah. so yes we do have to have everybody on point every <laughs> single day so throughout the night we have a, an evening team so when i normally get in in the morning so we we open in the uk at six in the morning and we've always got a duty manager there um at phase five with team managers i normally get there for seven i mm. always know what's happened overnight because they'll send us a handover right. so i kind of then pick up from seven o'clock till i leave um our daytime operation is the hardest one and, you know, it can be quite stressful at times mm. uh, because you're trying to do 10 things at once. But like I said, it is a very reactive department and you, it keeps you on your toes all the time. And, you know, as long as you can go home at the end of the day and think, right, well, I've done what I feel I've done today. Tomorrow is going to be another day. But sometimes it is a little bit difficult to let mm. go. Uh, I mean, I leave at three o'clock. And there are times when I'm kind of thinking, right, OK, so what's going to happen in the evening <laughs> that I'm going to come back into? And I just have to make sure mm. that I'm, we're all putting things into place um, to make sure that our service level and our lost rates are bare minimum by the time we come back the next day. And that's when that's when I kind of de-stress, go home, and mm-hmm. go off to the gym and have a bit of a workout, and then I'm back again for the next day. <laughs> yeah, no,
0: I mean, yeah, exercise is yeah. key for de-stressing. Oh my god, for sure, absolutely, for yeah. Sure. yeah, yeah,
1: it's a huge part of my life. Is absolutely, it? yeah, it's a really, really, re- really, really big part of my life. I mean, I um, many many years ago when my, my children were very little, I started going through quite a lot of anxiety, okay, um, which was kind of stopping me um, doing any day-to-day life things and um i started training so i got through to um got into thai boxing um from my son really because he his background is very martial arts and he got into thai boxing and he was fighting and stuff so i used to go and drop him off at this yeah. gym that i train at and one day i thought you know what? i'm going to try this this might be good for me nice. and that's been 8 years ago wow. and i just haven't looked back i mean i go to the gym 5 days a week and train and do thai boxing and kickboxing and it's the one thing that just keeps me going mentally. Really? Yeah. yeah. It, I love it. It's more absolutely amazing. More than the physical amazing. side. It, yeah. You, you yeah. see a bigger benefit on yeah. the mental side. Physically, I've become a lot stronger than yeah. I was about eight years ago. Yeah. Um, and I think mentally, it's made me a lot stronger as well. And I'm a lot more confident. Um, I'm not saying I'm going to go around like fighting with people or anything <laughs> yeah, like please that. please don't. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. But I just think it, it. when you go through something like anxiety and, you know, you can't even leave the house nine times out of 10 people just mainly doctors do want to put you on medication
0: mm.
1: and don't get me wrong I did try that for about six months and I thought this is this this isn't me this isn't something and then I started to look at ways that I could improve my mental health and that's when I started training and Ooh. I've never looked back
0: how what was the because there must have been at some point mm. was there a moment was there a like a what, what yeah. was it? What was the thing that just made you go, I'm going to go do this? Because that's a big step, isn't it? It is,
1: it is. It really took me out of my comfort zone because you're going A, to train with people you don't know.
0: Hmm. And
1: I suppose when you're sparring with people, these are people that you're going to be attacking physically. Hmm. <laughs> and you have to think about those kind of things. And then it's that fear of, oh my God, I'm going to get hit in the face or I'm going to get kicked in the head or kicked in the belly or knee or what have you. But I think the moment that did it for me was when I got to a point where I couldn't leave my home because I was so anxious and almost became kind of socially a bit strange and didn't want to be around mm. people. And I guess taking my son to the gym every day, yeah. I became very comfortable around the people that he trained with. Right. And I think it was the people there and the coaches there and the gym itself that gave me that kind of comfort to go and train with them and made me feel comfortable. Um, and I just started training. One day I thought, I'm going to put my gloves on, put my shin pads on, and I'm just going to go in there and, and give it my all. Um, I mean, when I look back at some of my videos from eight years ago at that time I thought I was absolutely brilliant and you know Bruce Lee in disguise but you know you look at your progression as well in that area and I take it quite seriously uh, my oh, training yeah, yeah yeah so I'll always look back at videos and things that people have made and think well I could have done that a little bit differently the technique there is not looking so I'm my own worst critic really but you have to be in that kind of game mm. because and have yeah. you
0: taken that and I guess you've taken a lot of that into your personal life outside of the yeah. gym and then also into yeah. Next as well. Yeah,
1: it really helps me at Next as well because, you know, my job um, is, it can be stressful at times. Um, I think planning is the key, but international is one of those departments where we are extremely busy and, mm. you know, we have to react in the moment. And, you know, sometimes you don't have time to stress too much about it because as long as you plan ahead, um, I think, you know, that, that's your key really mm-hmm. but there are times when I'm kind of thinking right I need to go and calm down now and release and I've done a full day's work I need to go back home now and do something for myself yeah which is my training
0: yeah, yeah. and what and, and from the training what's what's one like attribute or th- uh, or or mindset that you've gained that you're like yeah. I didn't have that before but now I've got it.
1: I think mental resilience. Resilience. Yeah, yeah. Definitely mental resilience because if when I'm at work, I have to make sure that I'm in control. Yeah. And I have to be able to take anything that comes along. And I guess that's the same as when I'm in a ring. Yeah. If I'm sparring with someone or if I'm doing any pad work with anybody, you know, if I just let it all burn to the ground, that's (laughs) not gonna do any good (laughs) to me. So that's what I took from my training. And it helps me tremendously in my day-to-day life and working at Next as well.
0: Mm, I think resilience is absolutely key, yeah. both in, you know, yeah. personal life and also yeah. at Next. Not to say that it's a, <laughs> it's not a, a high-pressure, toxic environment at all. Like, it's fast-paced. It and, is. And, you know, the, the demand to do more and grow is yeah. always there. Yeah, definitely. Um, so you have to have a bit of that with you. Oh, so absolutely. I, so I think if you can build yeah. up that level of yeah, resilience... Definitely. Oh, yeah. it's only going to do yeah. you good for that and did yeah. did you then see when you started that did you then see yourself grown at work oh as well? Oh my god,
1: huge yeah. absolutely huge, when I first came to international, it was a, like I said it was a very different role, very reactive department um, and I've grown so much in the last two and a half years um, and you know I love the fast paced environment mm. I love the, the department I work for and the people I work with Um, I like the pressure (laughs) I'm not saying it's pressurized all the time but when it is I know that under pressure I'm not going to fail because I've got that resilience in my mind to be able to cope with things and manage things the way that they should be managed and you can always ask for help we've always got people you know I've I've got some really good team members that I can always rely on I can always go to Uh, my managers are great you know if I ever am kind of struggling I know I can go to them and they're there to support the end of the day
0: so, yeah, because yeah, you said earlier, I was when you said about how when you finish your shift and it's almost like yeah. whatever's happening or could <laughs> happen, you've kind of just got to, there's got to be a great level of trust there yeah. in your team, hasn't there? Absolutely. To go, yeah. right, this is all, here's your hand yeah. over yeah. and then you're going to get one back as well. So how how does that do you how, do you work on building trust as a team? You
1: have to. Um, I think when I first came here, I did struggle with that because I felt mm. I needed to do everything in the role that I'm doing. But yeah. clearly, that you can't do that. You can't do that. But you do build that trust with your team, and you do build that trust with your colleagues. And I'm like I said, I'm quite lucky to work with a bunch of people. Um, that have probably been in international longer than I have, so they understand the demands and they understand the work that's required and what the expectation is of that department and the rewards that we get out of it. So when I do leave at 3, don't get me wrong, I'll do the handover. Um, But I kind of know what I'm walking into the next day because Mm. I know that the team that are there in the evening and throughout the night, which is obviously our Pune team, they will do their very best to make sure that what I come into in the morning kind of reflects all the hard work that we've all put in because it's a team effort at the end mm. of the day. It's not just that one area that's helping that department.
0: No, no, definitely. And that's, yeah. I think that's right across next as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, because I guess you've got to work... I guess you have to work... Do you, do you and your teams have to work quite a lot with with other areas to get answers or yeah. solutions or... Yeah. To work ahead of the curve?
1: Yeah, we do have to. So we obviously have to work with our Poznan team and our Pune team, but then equally we have a distribution team which deals with all our overseas deliveries and Mm. we have to work closely with them. Um, You know, we work with other departments if they need any help or assistance from us. Um, And we have to, again, have that level of trust um, with those other areas to make sure that perhaps what we're requesting will get back in a timely manner. And again... You know, some of those people in those areas have also worked in international before. So they understand the demands um of th- of the department. So it's it's again all about trust.
0: So what's the so you mentioned their distribution as well. What's the how many how many sort of areas are within Next Online generally? So
1: for international we've obviously got our distribution team that deal with all our um all our deliveries. So that's yet another area compared to, say, you've got CRMT that work in um, phase five. What's
0: CRMT? Um, They are
1: the customer relations team. Okay. So they're the customer relations management team and they deal with complaints, escalated complaints. Okay. We've got the credit department. So they normally have a lot to do with the inquiry side of it because international customers we don't offer credit to.
0: They're all cash-based accounts, whereas
1: inquiries we have a lot of like flexibility on their online accounts. So they deal with more with them we don't really have much to do with them um, because of the fact that we don't offer um, credit and we're not FCA regulated in our area in that aspect. Um, And then you've got the Home Department as well. Um, Obviously, we've got the Doncaster Home Department there and the Inquiries Department there as well. Uh, We've got the Total Platform Team but we've got business systems as well, actually over phase five. I forgot about that. So <laughs> that's all online. There's so many different departments that I could sit here talking about, trying to put you know a finger on how many specifically there is. Mm. Just when you think you know that there's another area, another one pops up. So <laughs> yeah. And how long
0: have you? How long have you been at Next then?
1: I've been here now for twenty-two years. Oh wow! So quite quite a long time. Wow. Started off as a stopgap when I was uh, and he had my son, who's now twenty-two. And I thought, oh, I'll just do some evening shifts.
0: Oh, so you came in yeah, I came as, a, as, as, as an advisor. advisor?
1: Yeah, yeah, I was an advisor at Getting Road um, inquiries, and I thought I'll do this part time, and then eventually, once I've had the children, I'll go go into something else. But I stayed because it is a really good company to work for. You know, it helped me when my children were little because I'd go off to work in the evenings and my husband would come back you know, from his day job and look after the children. So in that aspect, NEXT did support me quite a bit there because it's difficult for women, I think, or men even, to get a job when you've got young children mm. because you've got to look at the childcare aspect of it and whether it's going to really be worth you working. But it worked out well, and I continued uh, at Gedding Road for 19 years and then, um, yeah, came over to uh, International.
0: Wow. As a department manager. And and did you work your way up at... um, So getting to another contact center That's a contact... Yeah.
1: So that is the contact centre for inquiries only. Yeah. Um, And our um, correspondence department are based there, I believe, and admin. So I started off as an advisor. Um, I then went into the senior inquiry team, which is where you get a lot of the escalated complaints from customers.
0: Yeah.
1: After that, I became... uh, I was one of the first chat team managers. So when when chat first... When we launched chat... I mean, I will be honest with you. When I first thought I was going to manage teams on chat, it was something so out of my comfort Mm. zone because I was always used to speaking to customers over the phone and live chat. I just couldn't get my head around. And then I was thinking on top of that, I have to manage staff as well. Mm. How am I going to know how to do this? But it just comes naturally to you. So I was there for about a year and a half as a chat manager. And then I applied for the department manager role here at International and came here as a department manager.
0: Wow and what what's what's kept you at Next all that time and what's kept you wanting to because what's clear listening and things you're saying is you you've always been looking for that opportunity yeah. and always like the fact that there's yeah. new opportunities but what's kept yeah. you here?
1: I think it's the people and the company itself and the structure that we have at Next. I think as a business we've stayed open for such a long time and you know, because of the structures and the policies that we have into place and the procedures that we've we've had into place, we've done so well. And I think for me, because I kind of eat, breathe next, because I've been here for so long, I think I'd struggle if I went anywhere else, because I, you know, when I hear about other jobs and people that I know, my friends who work for other companies, they all have a very laid back kind of attitude. And those companies don't last very long. And I think next, they're very good to their employees as well, I think. And people often think that, you know, the grass is greener on the other side, and it's not. And I think we're quite lucky to work for a company that's so, you know, so fast-growing and there for their people, really, I suppose.
0: Yeah, I'd agree yeah, with that. I'd definitely. I'd agree with that, 100%. Yeah. It's, um, it's, definitely, it's definitely a lot fa- more fast-paced and yeah. a lot more exciting as it well. Is. um Than even other retailers or other yeah. brands or anything like that, yeah. Um it's it's weird when you've talked to other people and you think mm. is is that all you do yeah. <laughs> yeah i i yeah. do that all the time yeah. i mean
1: i've got friends that are department managers managers in different firms and i kind of listen to them sometimes and i just think I d- I don't know if I'd be able to do that because would you not get bored? Mm. And, you know, you always want to grow. I, you know, everybody wants to grow within the role. I mean, it's obviously taken me a long time to grow into the, being a department manager from an advisor, but I guess that was because I was, I wanted to be at home and look after my children. Yeah. And then once they were at an age where I felt I could leave them, mm. that's when I started my progression and I progressed quite quickly just within a, within a couple of years. And I have that opportunity there with Next. There's always room to grow and develop yourself.
0: It's great, isn't it, that you've been able to flex what you want to yeah. do from a career point of view yeah. within one brand to meet the need? Because it's great that you put your kids first. Like yeah. I, really, I really like that, you, yeah. that you've yeah. done that and, yeah. and then kind of... And weirdly, then your kids have kind of given something back to you with the uh, martial arts Oh, God, yeah, definitely. I can spar with my son at home if I don't (laughs) get
1: down to the gym. I mean, he makes me work harder than my coaches do sometimes. (laughs) I'm sure he thinks I'm about 18 years old. I have to (laughs) remind him that, you know, I'm not that young anymore.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, no, but it's it's great to hear about your your journey and kind of uh, what you've been on and stuff. And Mm. if, you know, if there was anyone that was kind of, thinking about joining or or anything what would you what advice would you give them or anything 100% like join I mean <laughs> straight in, honestly well it.
1: both my children worked at Next for a year when they took university a year out of university and they both enjoyed it thoroughly they both went off to uni after a year but they said they really enjoyed the experience of Next um, and I think yeah absolutely join because It's not just about work as well. You do make some really good friends as well. Mm. Um, I can honestly say that in the 22 years that I've been here, some of my closest friends are from Next. Um, And that's what I enjoy about it. And it's the people as well. The Mm. people make Next. It's not just the job.
0: You hear that in every single department as well. Anyone I ever speak to, and I speak to a lot of people, um, especially doing this as well, is everyone's got certain elements like, you know, the fast pace or the opportunities and that, but it's the people either are the first thing or if not a very, very close second. They are very, very very close. You do
1: get, you get, you do make some good friendship groups. Yeah, definitely.
0: You really do. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming on. No problem. Uh, It's been great chatting to (laughs) you. Thank you. you. Um, And, um, you know, keep up with all your, um, Well, martial arts, uh, kickboxing, all of that. Definitely. (laughs) I will not give that up. (laughs) All right. Thanks for coming.
1: Thanks very much.